0: Hello friends. We are so excited to be chatting with Jess and Kim today from Party of Two Photography. They run a wedding photography business here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it is such a joy to see them work together. So we figured that they would be perfect for showing us the ropes on how to run a business with your partner.
1: Okay, guys, we're super excited to have you on the podcast. So we ask everybody this question first. Tell us what you do, who you serve, and why you do it.
2: Uh, so we are a uh, party to photography. We do wedding photography, and that just kind of includes anything to do with uh, couples. That's what we specialize in. Um, we've, we've done other types of photography before, but that's definitely not our expertise. Yeah. Um, as far as who we serve... Anyone, I mean, just in general, couples, uh, I don't think that we've kind of created a niche.
3: Well, no, but I mean, we like couples who, you know, want to have fun on their wedding day, want to enjoy the experience of the photography. Um, I would say that we're generally not your stereotypical, like Southern couple either. I mean, we don't,
2: as far as our clients, yeah. As far as our
3: clients go, like we don't do a ton of super like traditional Southern weddings, um I would say our vibe is generally just fun um
2: and relaxed we have we've still yet to shoot like a black tie wedding
3: (laughs) yeah oh I I love that
2: I'm the
1: same way yeah (laughs) yeah I get it yeah
0: I don't feel like you guys like not that you wouldn't fit in a black tie wedding but I feel like you are like you would shine in the environment that you're in right now like I've seen you guys work and you're very like fun and exciting and just like on it. So I don't know. I feel like at a black tie wedding, it would be like too serious for you guys to like feel creative.
2: Probably. I agree with that. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you know if it ever happens.
3: (laughs) So I will say as as far as the, why we do it, it's because it is fun. Um, this Mm. is actually our side hustle. Um, we still have full-time jobs and we do this because we love it and we love the people we work with. So uh, who we serve is people we like.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we're being like completely honest, this, this has connected us to people in a way that like going to like bumble friends or, or meetup.com just like really can't do. Like we've been able to create really, really long lasting relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and with, friendships with, with our, with our clients. And that's the way that we, we like to operate. Um, we serve people because we, we, we treat them as, as friends and as equals. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I I mean, it just kind of pays off and it continues for us. Like we've gotten season pass tickets for ski resorts with clients. We have grabbed dinner with, with past clients continually. We have past clients over for game nights. Yeah. Yeah. um, We we do (laughs) it because we love the people.
3: Yeah.
0: That's awesome. And it's rare. I think like in today's day and age too for people to like love their job so much because of the people like oftentimes that's why people leave jobs because they don't want to deal with customer service (laughs) so but I think part of that has to do with how you guys set yourself up as a business and like who you are as people and I really truly feel like who you are as a person you attract the same people into your life so it makes perfect sense
2: yeah yeah we've definitely found that as well like when we're, when we're talking to like when, when couples inquire, we kind of go through certain rounds of, I don't want to say interviews, but it's kind of like, it
3: essentially is. It's almost
2: screening. It's a get
3: to know you. And do you vibe with us before we spend too much time getting into the nitty gritty of business?
2: And I'll say like nine times out of 10, like if people don't vibe from us from the beginning, they don't end up booking us. Like we've never had to say no to anybody. And we love everybody that we're working with. And like, that's totally okay. Like if, if the couple's that, that inquire with us don't want the type of personal relationship that we give, then there are tons of other photographers out there that will do an incredible job. We just do some, we, we, we do things a little different.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We offer that additional level of connection that you don't get from every vendor. Um, and I think that people really do appreciate that, especially because most people are planning a wedding for the very first time and haven't been through all the things that you have to do mm-hmm. to prep for it. And not only have we done that as a couple, but also, you know, we've seen weddings plans start to finish over and over and over again, and we've seen what works and what doesn't. And so we make ourselves available as guides for them from day one, pretty much. Yep.
1: I love that. It sounds like our business models are very much on the same page because all the talking points you guys just hit on are things that I practice in my business too.
2: I love that. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good yeah. way to stay sustainable is to put people first. For sure.
0: And I think like what you said too, it's a good point about how like you're, everybody is, for the most part, having this, this is their first big wedding. If they're hiring a photographer and like going the nine yards, like they need people that are going to be on their side. I always tell people that like my number one advice for hiring and just in general for your wedding, but for hiring vendors is to make sure that you Feel comfortable in front of them like you can laugh and you can joke and you feel comfortable telling them when like maybe you're doing something that they like don't like for in my instance i want my clients to feel comfortable enough with me like it's a friend that if i put on red lipstick they can be like Ugh, actually megan i think red lipstick is disgusting like yeah. i i want them to be honest with me and i feel like if you're not close with someone you have a harder time actually being like truthful and genuine when you're like telling them, when you're giving them constructive
3: criticism, basically. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And especially for us, like we spend the majority of the day with the couple on the wedding day. And so, you know, they'll spend more time with us than basically anybody else, even sometimes each other. (laughs) And so, you know, it's really important that they're comfortable with us, not only around, but with a camera up. And a lot of people, as soon as you put a camera to your eye, they like clam up and you know give that awkward smile and that is our number one goal is to make sure that they feel comfortable enough that they're themselves and and not just putting on a show for the camera.
0: Yeah. And also I think it'll be good for our listeners to know what do you guys cuz I for one think it's very interesting just <laughs> how your your both of your guys brains work. Um tell everybody what your full-time jobs are. If you feel comfortable. Uh, yeah 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 totally
2: uh so i'm a product engineer for stanley black and decker so i design uh hand tools
3: um i work at unc charlotte and i advise students in the business school for the classes that they need and the careers they want to go into like what <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> two
1: totally opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> So
3: I do think that there are definitely transferable skills there. This is the career coaching coming out here. But um, I mean, Jess definitely has the creative brain and the technical brain. And so, you know, he is our gear guru. He's the one who figures out how to make something like creatively technical happen. Whereas I am the more like advice giving, like um, process driven.
2: You do very well with organization.
3: Organizational side of things and I think that that's what makes us work really well yep
0: I would agree just from seeing you guys work that that makes a lot of sense now that you say that and it definitely is like I can tell Kim is very much the organizational piece of the pie and I can tell that Jess is like the creative mind because Jess is like squirrel brain on the wedding day
3: <laughs> in yes. the best yep. way, you nailed it
0: that is exactly yeah. it <laughs> it's not a bad thing <laughs> All right. So what do you guys wish that you had known before starting your business?
3: Taking photos is probably only about 10% of the business.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That right. is the truest statement of the year. You
3: know? <laughs> there's marketing, there's website, and there's uh, client interactions and you know, like consultations and booking and invoices and education and workshops and all of the other stuff and albums and, you know, in-person sales and all these other things that go into running your business than just showing up on a wedding day and taking photos for eight to 10 hours. There's so much more. And then let alone editing. There's so much more than that.
0: You're stressing me
3: out with all that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All those words. It was like... (laughs) I think, my life thing-
2: <laughs> I think that it's things that we knew we had to do, but putting it into practice and kind of learning how to get good at it. Because like marketing is a really, really, really broad term. There's so many ways that you can market yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. you can go onto TikTok and hope that somebody discovers you, or you can go buy <laughs> a venue owner, a coffee, or like there's just so many, or you can pay for Facebook ads. Like there's so many different routes that you can go. Um, but knowing how to get good at some of them
3: doing it well and doing it efficiently, it takes a lot of work.
2: And I think that like, what do we wish that we had known before we started our business? I don't know if there's a good answer to that because there is so much trial and error with different people and different personalities because there's so many Directions that you can go with almost everything. Like you can shoot light and airy, or you can shoot with no flash or flash, and you can market all these different ways, and you can edit all these different ways. And I think that a lot of that's just kind of trial and error. And it, man, unfortunately, it's just kind of learning on the job. Like what what works for you, mm-hmm. Kate. I don't know if you would if you would agree with that, but you know where we started is not where we are. And I don't think that that's a wrong decision. It's just been evolution.
1: Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's like a, uh, Megan and I talk about it. It's an ever evolving cycle that you kind of go through, especially with like the highs and lows in your business and navigating the expansion and everything. And even where I am right now, I don't see myself being here in the next like two, three years even. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think if anything, it's a, a good thing. It's a better thing that you are not what you are what you when you were started, what thank wait, god, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, you know yeah. what I meant, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, you know, the question I wish I had known it, it sometimes lends to the, the concept of regret, but I don't think that we have any regrets Mm-mm. at all. Um,
2: there's things that we do differently now than we did when we started, but I don't know if we would do the things that we do now, when we get started, like coming right out of the gate, like we wouldn't have charged what we charge. Now we wouldn't have marketed the way that we market. Now we wouldn't have talked to clients the way that we talk to now, because we didn't have the experience. We didn't have the, the, the technical skill to back it up like this. It's all been a learning curve. And I think that every step in the way we've, we have had an appropriate level of everything around us. Mm -hmm. Like we've moved on when we needed to move on. And I don't think that any prior knowledge could have helped prepare us for that, you know?
3: No, no. but I do, I do think that to answer the original question, like if I could have warned myself of anything, it probably just would be, there's a lot more to it than you think. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I love that.
2: Yeah. I think something difficult for us has been knowing when to let working on the business go and Kind of focus into our personal lives. That's something that we're still working on. Mm
3: -hmm. When is it a good time to outsource in order to, you know, make sure that everything gets done and that we still have our lives and all that?
2: Yeah. So like, be okay with letting certain things go. Maybe 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 that's something that I wish I could have like pounded into myself.
0: Mm -hmm. I I could not agree more with that. I think I'm at that point right now in my business of like when does it become something that's necessary to outsource? And like, when am I going to be be able to let myself go and just like, just give into the fact that, okay, maybe it's time to outsource. And I don't know. That's hard. That's something, that's so it's
1: hard. hard. It's something I've been navigating to. I've told Megan, I made the decision to outsource all of my editing this year and I'm so much happier because I've done that. I edit all my sneak peeks and I have a team that matches all of that. And that oh. small little outsourcing decision has made so much more time available for me in my personal life and in my business.
3: Yeah. I think that's so important. I mean, it can be so hard to let go of control. And I know I personally have struggled with the, well, if other people are doing it, is it still my work? Right. Yeah.
1: I struggled with that too. Mm -hmm.
3: And, And I think that, you know, there's not a photo I deliver, regardless of whether I hit the first edit button or somebody else did that I haven't looked at and said, yes, this is meeting my standard of approval.
1: Absolutely. And so I think
3: that that's really important for us. I mean, we tell clients like not only will we edit every single photo that we deliver, but both of us will have eyes on every single photo that we deliver. And that's a really important value that we've stuck to. And as long as we can stick to that, you know, if there's outsourcing in between that keeps us sane and keeps us able to give the client experience that we hope to give, then that's okay. Right.
0: I think at the end of the day, as long as you are going back to your values of the business and you're making sure that you're aligned with that, then whatever gets you to that point, that's all that matters. (laughs) As long as you're sticking to your values. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what
1: advice would you guys give to someone wanting to start a business with their partner? I I know personally, I would never entertain the thought of having a business with my boyfriend. So (laughs) I hope that you guys have some great insight here.
2: Uh, My number one, (laughs) she knows. knows. (laughs) All frustrations come from unmet expectations. That is a credence that I live my life by. Um, and that means everything from open communications to show examples of, of what you want to, if you're trying to do one thing, like communicate it clearly, make sure that the other person knows, don't leave the other person guessing. Um, and that's something that we carry on to our personal lives as well.
3: Yeah. And I will say we, we did not start off right uh we technically were still only dating when we started this business together we yep. weren't even engaged um and so like that is all big risk yeah, props yeah it's to you a guys big <laughs> risk
2: zero out of 10 do not recommend no,
3: zero <laughs> out of 10 recommend zero out of 10 recommend recommend what start, start... not doing that oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah or doing
3: yeah that. Yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean that Uh, we got lucky that it all worked out and that we are now happily married for three and a half years and have a good business together. And we have learned a lot about each other and starting a business together definitely expedited that process. um, Because, you know, not only do you have to learn how to live with someone and manage bills with someone and navigate life with someone, but now you also have to work together to a common goal every single wedding to achieve the photos and run a business. And that's a whole extra level that a lot of couples never get to. Yeah. Uh, and some probably don't want to, but we have learned a lot. And we almost call weddings every weekend is like our weekly team, team building. building. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's the team something. Um, when when yeah. are your cats going to come too? Oh, they <laughs> should. part of the family, yeah. Oh man, yeah.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. I, I think that another big thing, um, And this has been the hardest thing to learn for us is that you are not good at everything and you have strengths and you have weaknesses and you need to be able to admit your weaknesses where other people have strengths. And that's really, really, really hard. We all, as far as human nature, have egos and are very proud of what we do. But if someone does it better or more efficiently, be willing to say, okay, I am not the one to do this. I concede.
3: <laughs> yeah. There was in the very beginning, a lot of competition between the two of us. Yeah. And I think that we finally gotten to the point where we recognize, you know, you know what you own that you got it. I'm going to go focus on this other thing. And, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting piece. I, didn't even think
0: about was the competition of especially because you guys are doing the same thing like I've thought about before starting a business with Victor but in a way of like I've said to him from the start like we will do separate jobs (laughs) we will (laughs) not do that's that's (laughs) where I am too Megan (laughs) yeah so I think that's another layer that you guys have that because you're both photographers that like the competition in the beginning must have been so weird like to try to navigate and Yeah, that's
3: got to be hard. I'll be real with you, Megan. It was not fun. (laughs) No.
0: I don't see it it being
3: fun at all. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, I think that there's things now that, you know, we both do and it's good for both of us to be able to do. Like the fact that we both edit and we have learned this is our style. You know, we both maybe have a slightly different tweak to it, but both of us can edit. So when Jess is overloaded with weddings to edit, I can say, I'll take the next one. You know, and we can use each other in that way to make sure that we, neither one of us are spread too thin. But then at the same point, we each have our strengths, kind of like you said, and it's everything from, you know, on the wedding day to the creativity versus the organization. But it's also like, just as the taxes, and I don't know how to do that. I don't want to know how to do that. (laughs) But if you want me to set up like a workflow in our client management system, I got you. (laughs) So again, playing to those strengths
0: yeah i think that's awesome i think that is any like strong business relationship i even see that with kate and i like kate wouldn't you agree like we definitely we share a lot of the workload in the ways that you know with like posting and all of that stuff and but before we had victor editing our podcast um kate was editing most of them and i was doing most of the social because honestly kate was better at editing (laughs) and i was not so great at editing
1: (laughs) Let's be honest, I did not want to do the social media stuff. So I was happy to give that away. But now we've kind of figured out a workflow that works really well for both of our schedules. And it's not um it's not overbearing because it was hard to kind of find that balance and who's gonna do what.
0: Oh yeah, and I can't imagine adding like love on top of that. Not that (laughs) I don't love you, Kate. Gross. (laughs) I love you, Megan. Okay gross. (laughs) Anyway. do you guys feel like you separate your business and personal lives like do you kind of feel like it's hard to turn off your work brain at
3: the end of the day so it it can be hard in some ways um because I'm the kind of person who if someone you know emails with a question at 11 o'clock at night I I would rather just get back to them and answer their question because I know that I just would want the answer if it was me
2: whereas I'm like Let's set working hours. I don't want to set a precedent that we're gonna always respond at eleven a.m.
3: Or, or eleven, 11 p.m.
2: Mm-hmm. Like we will get back to them in the morning. It's not that urgent.
3: So that that has definitely been a learning process for me. Is okay when is it urgent and when is it not? Um, but at the same point, because we do develop friendships with our couples, you know, there are other things that you know cross boundaries for sure. Like they, you know, we get invited over to their barbecue and they come over for game night. Or, you know, they're texting us at 11 p.m., but it's not about photography, it's about fun stuff. And so there's a bit of a blur there, but I I think that we enjoy working with the people we work with. So yep. that's never been an issue.
2: Yeah, um, as far as like photography, and my eye's always going, I'm always trying to train myself to see light and shadows better, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, that's <laughs> very much photography- Focused and not so much business
1: That's focused. The way you
3: see the world, future pictures you want to take. Yeah. That's interesting. I can
1: attest that I suffer from the same thing. So I think it's a common thing amongst creatives in general that you can't really turn off the creativity and seeing things that stand out to you and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. When I was in makeup school, my one of my teachers told us that when we we have to get so good that we can look at somebody and within five seconds, we can pick three things that we could do to help them feel better about their face.
3: Whoa.
0: <laughs> I know, it's not that terrible. That's wild.
3: <laughs> That's insane though. Is that I'm assuming that, that right is that
0: assuming that if
2: you asked them, they would have three things that are wrong with their face? <laughs>
3: right. Like, I
0: think that's, I'm cracking up now thinking about that, but yeah, like, yeah. Cause Megan,
2: can you imagine if you just walked up to someone and be like, Hey, fix your face. I know how
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fix your face. Let's go pay me money, sit in my chair, <laughs> <laughs> but I can see what you guys mean too, about um, going back to you saying like where um, Jess, where you said, or I'm sorry, Kim, where you said that the lines were kind of blurred because you are creating those relationships. Yeah. I think that like I feel like Kate and I talk about this a lot is that sometimes it's hard because as a person that's self-employed like you do kind of like merge with your business like it's kind of hard for you to separate you yourself as a entity and your business as a separate thing like I feel like I'm very much it's two in one basically Yeah.
3: Yeah. And and I think the way that you run your business and the way that we we run ours is very similar where our personalities and ourselves is a lot of the business that we promote, you know, Um, it's a lot of the marketing that we do. Like, hey, we're real people, you know. Um, So I think that in itself, like we are the face of our business. And so that can get especially sketchy if you get into anything like political or things like that, like on social media. Um, it's something that has come up a lot over the past couple of years, like with masking and faxing and the um presidency. Yeah, the presidency and-, and all that. Um, and so you know, it it's a matter of you know, being a little careful not to start any controversy, but also like we're people, we have opinions, we're gonna potentially say something and you take it or you leave it. Right, right. Oh God, isn't it hard? <laughs> it is hard. <laughs>
0: It is. It's hard. You're getting overwhelmed over there, Megan. (laughs) I am. Because that's something I think about a lot, like within my business. This is a sidetrack, but like I see what I do as a platform in some ways. And even if it's a small platform right now, I see it as a platform for ways that like I want to help people and like spread information that I feel is right. And that's what's hard is that like, it's what that's where it is it's what i feel is right but it doesn't mean that it's what everybody feels is right so i don't know i always go back and forth like i always go to the example of i have a sticker on my uh, studio door that's like the quote like black lives matter women's rights are equal rights mm-hmm. you know yep. science is real you know the quote yes. um and when i put it on my door i had a family member say to me like you're going to lose business because of that like people aren't going to want to see you and It was like such a dig in a way. And it made me think, and I'm like, no, you know what? I don't necessarily want people that like don't believe those things too. Like, I I don't know, that's hard. It's like, where do you draw the line? Yeah,
3: Yeah. I think that, you know, it's one thing to to make your beliefs known and also put on, you know, that, like make it known that, you know, this is a safe space. Like I'm not going to turn away your business because you don't believe in the same things that I do but at the same point, this is what I believe. And if you're going to work with me, you need to respect that.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like our clients or our constituents, but because we do have the relationship that we, that we have, I mean, it's, it's, it's better if, if we're all on the same page, I guess, just because we are like unapologetically us. Uh, and and that's, <laughs> right, that's yeah. our, that's our business. Like it's us. any. Yeah. A lot of people can can take photos. Can, Megan, you can go out, buy a camera. You can look up a few YouTube videos and, and, and you can take photos too. You don't
0: want me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I
2: didn't suggest it. I just said that you can. <laughs> yeah. I can um, do
0: it if I have a photographer behind me. Like I've taken <laughs> pictures of Kate before. If she's like set the settings yeah. and told me where to stand and <laughs> I can press a button. Yeah. There you go.
2: Yeah um yeah it's it's um it's sometimes difficult to separate personal lives and business Mm -hmm. um but I don't know if that's a bad thing
3: yeah Mm. like I mean even came up last weekend we were in Cancun to actually shoot a wedding and after the wedding we went out with the other photographer and we got drinks and just said I'm gonna share this photo of us cheersing with our close friends I said no share with everybody like we drink that's who we are. A lot yeah. of people can follow drink. And even if they don't, they can let us drink. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like right. we are, we are ourselves. Yeah.
0: And you're not yelling at them. Like, Hey, you have to drink too. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: drink. Although I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't mind the suggestion.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick little water break and we'll be right back for you guys.
1: All right, guys, we're back from our water break, and we're super hydrated and ready to dive back in.
0: <laughs> super so, hydrated with bourbon and beer. Y- yes, yes. <laughs> sorry, not bourbon, some fancy Brazilian li- liquor, liqueur.
2: <laughs> Cachaça, Megan. Cachaça.
0: Cachaça. <laughs> Love that. So, do you guys
1: think that you balance each other? Well, I we. I know we've kind of talked about this and touched on it throughout the episode, but do you guys struggle with balancing each other out? Does one person take the load more than the other sometimes? Like, how do you
2: guys navigate that? Not anymore.
3: No, I, I think we did struggle with that in the very beginning. Um, well, even the first couple of years. But I think now we've really hit a rhythm where we are very communicative throughout the process and we can kind of, tell when the other person's overloaded, or maybe we even just know what's on their plate and say like, hey, since you have this, I'll take this. And I think that we do a pretty good job of balancing that back and forth when things get busy. Yep. Um, we especially are practicing that right now. Our August is crazy between personal travel and weddings, and it's uh, going to be a little insane. And so it's been a lot of, well, who has more right now? Okay. All right, I guess I'm taking this one. And if you'll take the next one but we we make it happen one way or another
0: <laughs> yeah I mean that's all that matters at the end of the day as long as it's getting done and everybody feels like equal and I mean not even equal have I ever talked about this Kate the whole Brene Brown percentage thing I think you have yeah just for old time's yeah. sake why not mention it again <laughs> do you guys follow anything of Brene Brown's
1: no
2: I
0: don't what? know who that I is
1: think so. oh my gosh love her you guys
0: have to i love her so much she is a um like data researcher but she has a lot of research in like vulnerability and shame and like all of just like very um psychology driven with her research and she has this thing where she says like her and her partner um, when they're in a really busy season of life they will like get home at the end of the day and they'll say like you know let's say she gets home and she's like i only have 20 percent to give right now like that is my max i am totally maxed out otherwise And then if he doesn't have 80% to give in that situation, then they have to sit down and say like, okay, how are we going to make up that percentage difference that, um, you know, otherwise would just be like left without being like tended to, Uh, it's very interesting. And I feel like that is something that it kind of sounds like you guys do that without exactly having like the words around the percentages and stuff, but it sounds like you guys are good at like checking in with each other.
3: Yeah, I'd say we're pretty good. I mean, I think that <laughs> that looked just <laughs> there's a lot of self-awareness that goes into that communication that I have definitely struggled with over the years. I'd like to say I've gotten a lot better at being able to say, like, hey, I'm overwhelmed. I feel like there's too much on my plate. Let's break it down and see, you know, what's the high priority? What maybe can you take off my plate? Um, you know, where are you at? But I think that there's a lot of self-awareness that goes with that portion to be able to say, you know, can we balance each other Mm -hmm. when it becomes too much? Mm,
0: That is a good piece of it. I agree completely. I
3: feel like if you're not aware, then how can you even
0: communicate it? Right.
3: I know like when I was in the past and sometimes still really overwhelmed, like I almost go into this like shutdown mode of, you know, get stuff done, stop communicating, stop doing, you know, basic things like eating dinner and that's not effective, right? Like that's not going to get anybody anywhere. And all that's going to do is wear me down to 0%. And so I think that it's, it's super important to be able to, to catch it earlier and, you know, recognize that behavior and say, okay, like I have a partner in this. It's not just me. It's not all on my shoulders. Yep. Right, right. And part of that is
0: letting go of control. Yeah. Which is freaking hard. Anyway, on to more fun <laughs> things. Um, so I have personally been able to see Jess and Kim work at a wedding before and photo shoots and stuff like that. And they are like so in sync, it like baffles me. And that's something I really wanted to ask you guys about. Like, do you realize that you're in sync? And if so is that something that like you've had to work towards or do you feel like you've always been kind of like so in sync with your workflows
2: hell no
3: (laughs) (laughs) definitely not an always sort of thing Uh, that has come with working wedding after wedding after wedding with each other and seeing how each other work um we are now thankfully at the point where he starts to do something i'm like okay, I recognize this pattern. I think I know what's coming, which is awesome because to, to others on the outside, it looks like we just read each other's minds. Um, but it, it's just from working together so much and and seeing kind of the same kind of patterns and stuff and how each other work and think over and over again.
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, from from a shooting perspective, we've kind of learned like if one person is shooting in really close and like we can see somebody physically close, like that angle's taken care of. The other person can either move, find another interesting story, or shoot with a longer lens, and they know how to make that decision. But it's about kind of observing each other, and also, you know, checking in with each other on the day on the day of, and being like, "Hey, I'm gonna go like I'm gonna get close for this," or "Hey, I'm gonna go far for this." Would you mind stepping out of the way just for for a second?
3: And I mean, it still happens. I'm like, "Just get out of my shot!" Oh yeah, oh all yeah, all the time. <laughs>
2: And, it kind of sounds. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, it kind of sounds similar to like working with a second shooter. And I have people that I worked with over and over again that I don't even have to like tell them what to do. They just, we step in on wedding day and it's like, all right, we're here, we're doing our thing, and we're both kind of on the same page. It sounds like you guys have that pretty nailed down.
3: Yeah, in the very beginning, I feel like we acted like we were two lead shooters mm-hmm. and there that was the competition and that was the stepping on each other's toes and, and that was the inefficiency. And I think that we have recognized, as we talked about earlier, our strengths and our weaknesses and have settled into the, the role that Jess technically takes lead and I technically take second.
2: I don't consider you a second shooter because now over time, you figured out like if i have a shot you can do a couple of other things like you sure. can get it from a great other angle you can get it from another lens choice or you can go scout out a different location and then you know and and then we'll move sure but that's that that's taken time
3: but no i still see that though as like i'm a professional second shooter <laughs> i know my role right like he does family formals there's no point in me shooting a family formal if yeah. he's already doing it you know, I can hold the light. I can call names. I can go find something else to shoot. But, you know, we, we've settled into the roles that we need to play mm-hmm. to be effective.
2: And at the same time, if we have, you know, um, Megan, you, you kind of witnessed this. Like if one of our brides has something stressing her out, I'm the one to take that on because I know Kim's,
3: I feed off of stress and I get stressed and I know that about myself, which is generally why I hang with the groomsmen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kim, you're that meme of the broom, the person holding the broom, like across from the girl crying over the toilet. And they're like, they're there. Like they don't want to (laughs) get too close. (laughs) But I definitely (laughs) saw that firsthand. And I feel like part of that is... Like, I see both of you guys as very outgoing. And would you say that you're both extroverted?
3: No. So I would say that Jess is definitely more on the extroverted side of things. I am slightly more introverted, actually. But I'm an extroverted introvert in that when I need to be, I can be extroverted. And I feel comfortable in extroverted situations. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if either of you have done, like, the MBTI um like personality assessment but it is absolutely a spectrum and it goes you know 20 in this direction of extroverted and 20 in this direction of introverted and i am right there in the middle um barely swaying between the two
2: yeah i can definitely see that you're you're able to give a lot of energy when you're out but for the amount of energy that you give you need the same amount of downtime and time to yourself to be able to recharge yes that's
1: one thousand percent me I was just (laughs) telling Megan about this. Like I, whenever I have to give energy or pour into other people, like wedding days, for example, my boyfriend knows now, like, do not talk to me when I walk in the door. I need like couple hours to just like decompress, decompress. from mm-hmm. everything because you're just like you're leading the show and it takes a lot of energy there's a lot of nerves there there's a lot that could go wrong that you're trying to avoid so it can be very draining especially for people who are more on the introverted end
3: yeah absolutely
0: Kate do you want to share with everyone the first thing you do when you get home <laughs>
1: <laughs> you putting me on blast here Megan <laughs> She's I'm putting in glass in a good way though. <laughs> she's making me show my age. So I 100% <laughs> take a bath. I soak because my feet aren't killing. That and then,
3: <laughs> is, I get that. That's amazing. <laughs> have you guys But well, you ever have heard? this
1: special thing. Okay, yeah, yeah oh, share sure, it, share it. I'm getting to yeah. it. So after my bath, I will soak um, cotton balls or like little pads and rubbing alcohol, rub it all over my feet and legs and it kills the, the achies. Really?
2: You just yeah. get your legs drunk. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: the try it next time. I, I swear. I told my second shooter about it. She was like, Holy shit.
0: Where did you find this? <laughs> Crazy! What does it do? Does it like bring, does it move it's, the blood
1: flow or something? I, I think it's like a minor skin irritant and it just kind of pulls the blood flow from wow. like the muscles to the surface of the skin. So that's huh. what's causing the ache.
3: I will like, try that. That's amazing. Uh, My secret to achy feet is switching shoes at the reception.
1: Yep. Yep. I do that too. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: We should have a whole separate
0: podcast on like all of our tips for photographers. (laughs) Right? Seriously. All of the relaxation tips of working long days on your feet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, guys. In what ways has building a business together made you
1: stronger as a couple? Like, I know you guys have touched on like communication is a strong thing, but are there any other areas you guys have grown in?
3: I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is definitely communication. Um,
2: I think that's what make a lot of like personal relationships really successful is being able to communicate expectations, being able to concede. I mean all the things that we've talked about so far, um
3: learning what battles to pick and what not to. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've been we've one. been
2: talking about photography, but we also haven't been talking about photography. Like yeah.
3: Yeah. Our relationship and our business have grown pretty simultaneously, which is pretty rare and pretty crazy to think about. Um you know, we are a couple years into our marriage and we're a couple years into our business and they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, there's really not a way to separate them at this point. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How many,
1: how many weddings have you guys done together, if you don't mind me asking?
3: So we actually just calculated this out because we were curious. It was around 40 or so. 40. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yep. Everyone gets a little bit better. And then I there's a that. dip. And then it gets <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I relate to that so much. Yeah, like just gotta it's be. It's all cyclical. It.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh yeah my it's, God, it's, I wish you guys it's, could it's, see their cat is making a, uh, an appearance.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, oh. it's kind of like, like, like looking at like a good positive trending stock. Like you can look at yes. it and it's an upward trim or like an upward trend, There's but if, but, but if you down zoom down in, chain. like it's, it's all wavy and shit. Yeah. It's very up and down. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like that's, like you guys were saying, it's very similar to just a relationship too, that things go up and down and it's very rare. I think we all go into business, relationships, any kind of relationship with this idea that it's just going to be like amazing all the time. And exactly like you were saying, Jess, of like, it's just this upward trend. But the reality is like, you being in sync with your partner or another business partner or something is like not... It's pretty much very low that <laughs> you guys are going to be at the same like high point at the same time yeah. it's really about like communication and like picking up where the other person can't at that time absolutely oh, it's all so much so this is going to be a fun one um jess what has been the biggest hurdle for you in running a business with kim
2: be
3: honest <laughs> mitigating
2: <laughs> mitigating extra stressful situations as much as I can to make sure that she is able to keep her stress level in check on the day and that it doesn't show itself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's that's been the hardest thing, like try to think one step ahead, like is this gonna be an overly stressful situation for Kim? And if so, can I talk to her about it first? Is there anything that I can take off her plate? Is there anything that I can do instead? that's just a lot of checking in with her. Um, But yeah, like making sure that we are in a great mood and we're able to give ourselves to others um, on the wedding day.
0: I love that. And also that brings up another question. What do you guys do to like hype yourselves up together? Do you have like different things that you both like? Or like, how does that, when you're on your way to a wedding, how do you hype yourself up? (laughs) Yeah, Kim, how do you hype yourself up? (laughs)
3: So Jess has always been like, let's like get a hype up song or let's start like a pre-wedding ritual. And my pre-wedding ritual is be stressed.
0: (laughs) It
2: is, it is not a party of two photography wedding. If on the way, Kim's not like I about like smoke out the ears. I've been so
3: much better this year. I have. (laughs) I for me, like I, I definitely, I want to provide the best photos that I absolutely can, and I think three steps ahead of what about this, what about this, what about this, and so something that I've learned more recently is you have to go into a wedding with no expectations. You can't say I want to get this shot because you're not going to always get it. There's not going to be that opportunity, or I think that the couple's going to be like this because I've been proven wrong so many times that this bride's going to be stressed or not or whatever. Um, and yeah. just kind of being in that mentality of being prepared for whatever um, that has helped me. And so I think that it's not really a hype up or not really a ritual, but it's a mantra in my head saying no expectations, no expectations, no expectations. Because mm. I have to constantly remind myself that. Because Jess's favorite quote. Yep, I said it earlier. You can say it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all say frustration it again. comes from un- unmet expectations.
0: Yes, say it again for the people in the back. Well, maybe <laughs> not because we already said it twice. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Jess, what's your hype up?
2: Oh, me and uh, j- cats.
3: <laughs> <laughs> me and cats. cats actually that that is my hype up
2: what's my hype? Hi- oh man no i just i i have i have like nervous energy in it in, in a good way uh on the way to a wedding um i don't really have like a hype up i mean we're in the car together if- he's
3: excited i'm nervous it's just very different levels <laughs> yeah that sounds like a stressful car ride. <laughs> like, yeah, like an
2: it's outsider. Gotten ba- it's, it's gotten better, but yeah. Oh no, man, you would not want to be in the back seat. Nope.
0: She's <laughs> back been seat. in the back seat. Literally. Oh yeah, you have been. <laughs> well, I guess I have, yeah, but not for like a wedding. Like that was different because no, it was that a photo was very shoot. different. Yeah, and that was like a calm. Like we could all be creative and everything. Yeah. like I feel like a wedding is so different in that way.
1: <laughs> Do you guys like once you get there? Is it like game face on and you're totally okay yep Yep. as soon as i'm
3: there i'm fine it's the anticipation
1: yeah the anticipation kills me so i'm like a combination of you two i'm sitting there freaking out on a little on the inside but then i'm like okay let me put my hype music on let me get into my ritual and doing all these things to kind of like support me and getting there and eliminating all the what ifs going on through my head (laughs) yeah
3: and the more weddings we do the more prepared i feel (laughs)
1: Yeah. So Kim, what's been the biggest hurdle for you running a business with Jess?
3: So I think the biggest hurdle has been reigning in his excitement. Um, he gets very excited with like every opportunity or, you know, any couple that we talk to or, you know, any little thing that he squirrels and sees off to the side. And so sometimes, you know, I have to have that little reality check be like, okay. We already have this many weddings. We can't take anymore. Or, yeah. okay, we don't have time for that, but that's a great idea. Yeah. Or whatever it may be is just kind of reigning in that excitement and, and bringing us back to reality sometimes.
2: Yep. I would 100% agree <laughs> with, with, with that dynamic. Uh, like anything comes in our inbox. And I was like, you know, we are free. Like,
3: yeah, he's like, <laughs> new lead. We could and it. I'm like, oh God, new lead. <laughs> do we have time?
2: Like like a, 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 about a week ago, uh, uh, someone filled out our, our contact form for a bot mitzvah, and I was like, "Yeah, we're free." And Kim's like, "We don't do bot mitzvahs." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that is hilarious. So just is like, yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> Honestly, it seems like you guys balance each, balance each other out so well like just the fact that like Jess is super excited Kim is super anxious and then like you guys are both bringing each other back down to reality
3: yeah, yeah it's, it's oh, taken yeah. a lot of practice to have those check-ins to, to make that balance but we we are pretty decent at it now
0: yep snaps to you guys snaps, snaps, snaps. yeah
3: hey,
0: <laughs> Okay. So to end us out on a really fun note, what are your guys' favorite things to do together that don't involve running your photography business?
3: We love traveling.
2: Love traveling. I feel like that's like super generic. I know,
3: but we do. No, it's not. We we have so many places that we want to go and see and explore, um, which unfortunately has definitely been kind of put on a hold for recent years, but I mean, we were supposed to go to Disney last year. We're going this year because it couldn't go last year. We're supposed to go to Portland last year. Um, we have- Supposed uh, to go
2: to Spain this hopefully year. Hopefully
3: Spain coming up, Japan coming up. Um, there's still so many other places we want to go. Um, and when we go places, we really like to- really immerse ourselves and explore the culture, like do a lot of things on foot, mm-hmm. find where the locals go. Um, and so you know we really enjoy that kind of getting outside our comfort zone type of travel.
2: I'd say something that she introduced me to that we never did before that's something that we really like doing now is going skiing. Uh, I had never mm-hmm. been skiing before I met Kim and she took me for the first time and I kind of got a little bit obsessed with it. I mean it's it's so much fun. Uh, so that's something that that we'll seek out as far as like everyday stuff, uh, that doesn't involve photography.
3: I mean, it's we love going questions. trying new restaurants, new breweries, I'm
2: all a typical millennial shit, man. Yeah,
3: <laughs> classic millennial. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> um, we really like board games. Yeah, mm, yeah um, that's true. we, yeah, we've kind of, uh, and like we we've kind of graduated past like the cards against humanity type things, and um, it's something that we've found allows us to have like a really good night with people instead of just saying like hey want to come over and watch a movie um, and just kind of like sit in silence next to each other. It's you know having people come over doing something constructive and you know teaching them something and uh and and it's it's been a fun kind of alternative social activity for us.
3: Our thing is when you come over to our house, you're not going to see a game you really recognize but we'll be able to teach you within like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, we don't have games that other people have. <laughs> yeah. We are next level. <laughs> so
1: I, I want to ask a follow-up. What's your favorite like game that you guys are playing right now?
3: Oh,
2: Kim really likes the game called Isle of Cats.
3: Well, yeah, I do. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, I um, love it. <laughs> it's you're on a like there's a bunch of cats on an island and you have to rescue them and you fill them in on this grid that's your boat and it's basically like playing tetris but then there's secret objectives and regular objectives and there's points and it's competitive and it's very cool (laughs) Um, it's very cool (laughs) it was a kickstarter and it's one of my favorite games
2: i really like the game called horrified um and you basically play in a town and your town is being invaded by like 1920s, 30s era uh, monsters like Frankenstein and Dracula and the Invisible Man and the Mummy and you have to save the village people as well as defeat the monsters and that's like a cooperative game so like you all work together to, to defeat everybody and save save the townspeople and that's been something that we've played with a lot of our a clients a lot of different
3: groups of friends even and yeah. everybody loves it Yeah,
2: and it's it's a blast
3: that sounds like fun both yeah. of Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a lot of fun <laughs>
3: It's a
0: yeah. lot. And most I'm gonna of our go games we have the Isle of Cats. Like 30 minutes.
1: What? I'm going to have to look up the Isle of Cats. Oh, That'd yeah. Yeah. Finish up here. Yeah.
3: Um, and most of our games are like 30 minutes to an hour. So, like, it's very reasonable for like a weeknight kind of game night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My brother introduced us to this game called Dinosaur Island. Have you guys ever played it? No. I don't think we have. Oh, my God. It's like you're building a theme park, but. No, my- stop there. Jess, you can't
3: have it. <laughs>
2: go on
0: <laughs> so you're building a theme park but it's all dinosaur attractions and you have to like <laughs> have to like build all of your different um like vendors and like you have to put it all but you have a board that you have to fit your thing in
3: oh my god <laughs> for everybody- fun fair which is very similar
0: yeah <laughs> they brought up fun fair looks like a, a kind of it's adventure a theme park, park board game yep. yeah yeah <laughs> It sounds very similar to that, but just add dinosaurs. Cool, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Yes. I had so much oh, of fun with you. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank
2: you all so much for for asking us. I hope that hope that we are per, able to provide a little bit of value to to someone out there listening.
0: <laughs> oh, I definitely think so. Right? Wouldn't you agree, Kate?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I I personally am freaked out at the thought of venturing off and doing business things with my yeah. partner. But you guys are giving me faith that <laughs> that <laughs> could potentially be something I navigate through.
0: <laughs> it can be done. <laughs> it can be done. I highly don't recommend though, starting when you're just dating. Yeah. yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. All right, guys. Goodness. Well, thank you so much for listening in and we will catch you next week.